It didn't take much more than a bottle and two chairs to make a speakeasy. This is what Daniel Okrent said in his book, Last Call, The Rise and Fall of Prohibition. Today, join us for some stories. Get your own bottle, glass, mug, and relax. This is Speak Easily, and I'm your host, Krista Stoffer. Certified tourism ambassador. Really? I did. I have a pin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look at my pin. Yes, I did. I went through the whole thing because I was That's like, because awesome. when I lived away for nine, close to yeah. nine years, like yeah. about eight, nine years, okay. that it was like, I want to rediscover Columbus or it's what's going on here. I'm sure, yeah. When you came back. Totally. So, welcome to the Speak Easily podcast. <laughs> this is this has been so much fun because we decided to to put a little. A little liquid uh, courage into our podcast. <laughs> it is actually the yes. first time I'm enjoying a little libation. Really? Them. The first time? The first time after all of these podcasts. And we've. It's, new, it's format now. We're doing it from I now think, on. I think I'm going to dig this. Harder yeah. and harder liquor until we're in like moonshine. No. Yeah. No, we're not doing that, Ben. No. <laughs> that's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> but I have with me my dear friend Audrey today. Mm. How do I say your last name? Hassan? Hassan. Well, because it's not you the You knew one that me I as Hickle. I, I know. Huckle, Huckle, Huckle. Is that? Huckle. It was the umlaut, remember? Yeah. It was the German umlaut. Is, yes, Huckle. It's a Huckle. Yes. Yeah. That, um, I did five years of German. Yeah. Oh, you did? <laughs> see, I, did. I was El Espanol. Oh, si, bueno. Yeah. <laughs> so did you change it for? Yeah, so Hassan is my mom's maiden name. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. This is so, this is a question I should have asked you in the other room. But oh, no, it's yours. okay. Yeah. I, I Just easier to pronounce? Yeah. So, okay. um... Right when I was in New York, type of thing. If you, mm-hmm. um, it was actually uh, <sighs> my first job there up yeah. on air okay. for uh, FoxNews.com, mm-hmm. uh, the magazine show. Um, that first boss, like before I went on air, he was like, You might want to consider, like, because really? if you want to go the broadcast yeah. route, just a lot easier to roll off the tongue. It's a lot easier yeah. as an on camera presence. And I'm named after my grandmother, Audrey Hassan, on my mom's oh, side. Okay. So it was like, Easy. Okay. It was like no out. no brainer of okay. like taking my mom's maiden name. Okay. So yeah. Is it weird? Like no, because I did it when I was twenty three. Oh, you know, true. like I was so and you're young only then. Right. I know exactly. Okay. So <laughs> no, but it's it's you know people always said, well, isn't that weird that you changed your last name but you're not married? And I'm like, well, you people change their last yeah. name when they get married. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I changed my last name for a career thing. There's <laughs> yeah. no difference to me. No, no. So. Oh, that's crazy. So you, we went to Otterbein together. Mm-hmm. This is our connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and you graduated in 2003, right? Mm-hmm. And did you move straight to New York from there? Yeah. Okay. Because I know that there were a couple of years that we were in just different areas and yeah. hadn't caught up yet. But you went, what did you do? Did you um, do your internship out I there? I did internship out there, okay. and they hired me as a production assistant. Mm-hmm. That's what got me there, like, so quickly okay. that I didn't want to say no mm-hmm. to an opportunity Where of, like, you? at NBC. Oh, at NBC. In the oh. television studios. Okay. So it was like, I have to do that. But, yeah, like, I loved the TV side. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just fell in love with the yeah. real, raw, like, opportunity, mm-hmm. learning the behind-the-scenes with everything, yeah. the video, the editing, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, too, that I just... I really liked it. Because you were musical theater mm-hmm. at Otterbein. Yeah. yeah. Do you miss that at all? I it's know you probably funny. don't have a lot of time to do any of it. But. I know, but it yeah. is funny how, like, I love still seeing shows. Like, mm-hmm. I still need that, like, yeah. part of me. But, yeah. but when I think back to, like, 
how difficult it is, like, mm-hmm. to maintain that. I And I love what I do now yeah. so much. Yeah. I love writing. I love storytelling mm-hmm. so much. Like, my feature stories are my favorite. Like, oh, cool. I love interviewing people. Yeah. Every day is different. You know, it just, it it's, everything happens for a reason, you know. Absolutely. And I was not supposed yeah. to be in that, you know. And I think I learned that really quickly yeah. about myself. But you also got into a nice place initially from your yes your from PA my opportunity yeah. yes absolutely okay. so from there then yeah. you stayed at NBC right because of course making nothing as a production well, assistant yeah. I was working at a little small Mexican restaurant called Arriba Riba on Fifty First and Ninth <laughs> Avenue um, so I would work uh, Monday through Friday as a production wow. assistant and then Thursday Friday and Saturday nights I would work at this little oh restaurant to make extra money yeah. so yeah I'm the definition of like. I am going to make it. Like, in the and city. Yes, yeah. yeah. But that is where I met the VP of ads and promos from Fox when they were okay. launching foxnews.com magazine. Yeah. yeah. So he was the one, him and his wife were sitting at the bar, <laughs> and I'm missed. They were like, clearly you're not from here because uh-huh. I'm all happy go lucky and friendly to everybody. <laughs> yes. Like, I like life. You know, I'm not going to be an angry New Yorker. Um, but anyway, he was no. like, someone with your personality, have yeah. you ever thought about being a host or an hmm. anchor type person yeah. like for TV? And I said actually yeah I have yeah Krista they sent me out on the streets as like a tryout type of thing with a camera crew like right there in Times Square no he oh, told oh. me he gave me his business card because oh, his yeah his wife they were like the next Monday they had me come in oh, they did my all my hair and makeup in the same Fox News studios like all the yeah. hair people and I'm like what is going on here? This is like <laughs> this is like nuts to me. Right. And then uh, they sent me out on the street. I did man on the street type interviews. Like, what's your favorite restaurant in New York? What are you doing? Like, just yeah. talking to people. Right. And they hired there me from there. So that's what launched yeah. them being on camera. And I worked there for three years. <sighs> So, so amazing. Yeah. Was it so you are a sports fan though? I oh mean, yeah. Because be. I played sports in high school yeah. and all that stuff then yeah. too. So So you do you have to do a lot of research? I'm I'm the most unathletic person possible. <laughs> I enjoy a couple of sports here and yeah. there, but much do you feel like you have to research more because you cover the entire gamut of sports right as and opposed to just the ones that are your favorites right because after fox i'd worked for the WNBA for a bit in dc oh, okay. so yeah. that it was a very different experience i explain yeah. that all the time to people because when you're the sole reporter for the team reporter yeah you know everything about every team in the league mm-hmm. all the girls you feel like you're part of the team yeah. you know and then when i came back here and you've got the crew to cover, you've got Blue Jackets to cover, you've got Ohio State football, basketball, right. you know, yeah. both sports, like everywhere. It was a lot, but it's yeah. more so not the research, but just always staying up to date mm-hmm. on Twitter, on the stats, yeah. on the game winning percentage, on everything. But right when I first did move back, it was difficult because I had not been keeping up with Columbus as yeah. much, you know what I'm right. saying, of what's going on, you know, yeah. what had been happening since moving away. Mm-hmm. So it kind of was like starting over in a new city that a lot of people do yeah. in local media when they move to a That's new market true. or, you yeah. know, so you do your research before. But, yeah, if I'm going to you always have to. Yeah. yeah. Research, research is a, a lot. lot of, well, yeah. just keeping up to date. Man. Yeah. Like I would probably not be very good at that. <laughs> like, what's this sport again? Yeah. What kind of ball do they use here? But you you grew up in Columbus mm-hmm. in from Pickerington. Pickerington. Mm-hmm. And then. Like like I did, we both didn't get very far to go to college. So, did you was Otterbein your first choice, or did you have other schools you were looking at? All other all other schools that I was looking at w- was out of state because I originally oh, okay. thought I wanted to leave. Yeah. you know, like Ohio. Yeah. But then when I realized. 
that I knew I wanted to go to New York right after college. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why don't I cherish? My youngest sister was just six. Are you when, kidding? Yeah, when I was going oh to school. Gosh. So my freshman year. And that's so that's yeah. Liz. And I will never forget. I because can't believe she was that young. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, I my, remember meeting her, mm-hmm. but I can't, I don't recall her being that young. When I first, yeah. Because then oh, wow. when she probably visited once I got like older into college. Yeah. But um, yeah, she was first six. And it was her birthday in September that I'll never forget that I drove back, but I had moved away to college. Yeah. I had lived on campus. Right. And when I came back, she ran out crying. Oh, oh gee, I don't want you to go. Like when I was going to go back to school. So I'm yeah. like, you're going to come up because she had no concept of like. And that's when I really realized I'm like, I was meant to stay closer mm-hmm. to home for yeah. school. Because your family is extremely tight knit. Mm-hmm. And you are, you're second in line, right? Mm-hmm. Your brother's younger than you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So there's a there's a pretty decent gap there. I guess I I thought yeah. you guys were closer in age, but because I think once we all started getting into our twenties, you know, twenties yeah. to early thirties, yeah. like it all started. And now she's so beautiful, and she's you know, she's gorgeous. still only twenty. Yeah, she's still only twenty five. Maybe I know. <laughs> and you have some nieces and nephews. I and, do. Aww. Yes, they're my favorites. I remember meeting your oldest sister when I worked with Kosai because I went through her school. That's right. Yeah. So I mean, but that's been. Yeah. 12 years. And I think she was the last sibling of yours that I hadn't met at that point. Okay. Just because of Mm -hmm. our interactions in college. But I always loved how your family was just so tight-knit and Mm -hmm. you all get together. And you just said for Christmas you Mm -hmm. spent the night there. Yeah, we always do. (laughs) I know. Is it the same house and everything? Um, Yeah. Same. Okay. Same parent. Well, they they had moved when I was in high school. Okay. But but same in Pickerington, though. They had just moved to a different house in Pickerington. That's funny. And your brother's in the service. Mm Mm-hmm. Where is he? He's in the reserves in now the reserves. because okay. they had to do active duty after West Point. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. He spent five Where years. Where is he now? Uh, Houston, Texas. Oh, okay. At least it's <laughs> so warmer. Far, but yes, yeah, it is warmer. but he still makes it mm-hmm. back. Yeah. With baby. Yeah. <laughs> so awesome. So yeah. what what got you back here? Was it the job? I mean, did they offer the job before you came here or did you come back At first? WOSU? When was Broaden High first? Broaden High was first. Okay. Yeah. Because okay. I knew I wanted to come back. Because um, I was always coming back, mm-hmm. whether it was high school graduations yeah. of Liz's, yeah. Maggie's, you know, Deneen had gotten mm-hmm. married, my older sister. Yep. Um, it was like I figured there was two or three years in a row of my last few years of living in New York that I was flying home or flying to someplace mm-hmm. like five or six times a year. Like yeah. So I was never actually having enough right. vacation time. But then that gets expensive. Mm-hmm. So you're living in the most expensive city in the world and then flying, from the most flying all the time. And I'm like, I don't want to miss these mm-hmm. opportunities with my yeah. nieces and nephews. And of course, I don't want right. to miss weddings and, yeah. and things like that, yeah. too. That It just started when you really think back to like... Okay, where do I want Mm -hmm. to start to live your life more, you know, like permanently? Was it absolutely, absolutely New York? I didn't think so. Like, Mm -hmm. I just missed being back here for so many things. So, so you came back and then the Broad and High, Mm -hmm. which is, yeah. What was the, were you were like the originator Uh of the hosting of that, weren't you? Right, because um, they were, they launched, they got the approval Mm -hmm. in the grant um, through GCAC. to launch this new arts program, which yeah. desperately was needed in Columbus. Oh, I mean, 
there is so much mm. you can do. And now they have the um, Columbus Neighborhoods Weekly yeah. Show. But at that time, Columbus Neighborhoods was just the documentary mm-hmm. series that they were doing, right. which is incredible it's too. A great oh series. my gosh! Yeah. It but Broad and High was the weekly magazine type mm-hmm. format. You know, so given what I had done with magazine programming and things yeah. like that, and because there it was arts and lifestyles. Mm. So that's what I do love. That I love covering multiple yeah. things too. Right. Even though I love sports now, you know, it's um, it's nice to probably yes get yeah. a little of your your own heart it's, back into other. It's things. true, yeah. yeah, and it's yeah. it's good to feature some of those things. Like I learned more about the visual artists in Columbus. That mm. is such a thriving scene that I'm like, this is really incredible. Yeah. And I knew we had that because of CCAD, mm-hmm. and my mom and dad actually met when they went to CCAD. Oh, okay. oh, so they were both like artists, yeah. you know, but. Um, it was really neat that they were launching this show. Mm-hmm. So I met with the executive producer, Cindy Gaylord, and she's like, yeah, we're, we're launching this show. Mm-hmm. And I just, I was like, I love it. I love yeah. the whole concept. Yeah. I love what WOSU stands for, mm-hmm. the mission statement, everything. Yeah. It's um, it's a great, great program. Mm-hmm. And it was very hard to leave yeah. that program. Did you, so, and then you went straight to NBC. Right, because uh, Colleen Marshall, I've known mm-hmm. her for a while. Um, and then, yeah, Jim Ganahl was at, Channel 4 at the time, too, that Mm -hmm. he had known my parents for years going to the same church, too. So they had before, even um, when I was looking to come back, but there was no openings at Channel 4 then, but Mm -hmm. they had gone into the news director. Here's her resume. This girl's, you know, she's local. She's from here. She's got, you know, we think you should hire her type of a thing. And then when there was this opening, Mm -hmm. uh, Colleen went right into the news director and she says, you got to look at this girl. She showed them my, like, sizzle reel from Broad and High, you know. She's on, you know, Broad and High now in Columbus, but Mm -hmm. she's got this person I think she'd really work in this role. Yeah. So three and a half years later. Yep. Yeah. I know. So it's crazy. I can't believe how fast it's because you get to you get to cover quite a bit. I, I do. mean, you've gotten to travel and mm-hmm. are you yeah. going to the Rose Bowl? I'm not going to the okay. Rose Bowl. Jared left there for today because okay. um when we have all of these half-hour sh- shows. So what a lot of people don't know is, like, so Jared and I even shoot all of our own stories. So a big camera on my shoulder. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so, like, oh, our I feature stories. That. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, you just shoot and edit and Yeah, all I'm running on Football Friday nights. I'm on the sideline, Krista. <laughs> I'm going back and forth. <laughs> Following, so rain, snow, no, whatever. No. I'm out there in my sneakers, in my ball cap. And oh, so I shoot all the highlights, run back to the station, edit it together. And then, then record on it. Then yeah. change all my clothes and, and write in the rundown and then run out to the some people oh don't e- even realize because uh, the sports desks are the farthest from even the studio. <laughs> so they, they see me running. <laughs> yes. I'm like, and microphone on. Oh, Hi. Yeah, I know. Oh, I Sometimes no it's. But I think that kind of adrenaline rush, I love too. Yeah. Like that deadline type yeah. thing. But yeah, it's it's a lot, especially when it gets rain and cold and all mm. that stuff. So, yeah. You, it get, is, to, you get to mm-hmm. meet. T- I mean, and you're, you're probably like. I remember when the reporters would come to our games because mm-hmm. we both went to Gahanna. Okay. And it was just like, oh, you're amazing. You're so cool. Oh, my gosh. You're so, like, I'm sure they know who you are now. And well, yeah, like, now they do. Yeah, yeah, now that I've been here for a few years. Yeah. yeah it's, so but fun. they do. And that's why the high schools are my favorite, actually, because mm-hmm. it's truly local. Yeah. It's not what you can get on ESPN if people turn things. Right. It's, it's truly featuring the kids the students, the communities. Because I I think, I will say this, hands down, my favorite story that I've done is on Gehanna Bill. Like, I mean, (laughs) absolutely, his love and his passion. I would see him at so many games. I'm like, I know, because um, Dustin Cullen, the athletic director there, had said... um, Oh, they did like a documentary on mm-hmm. him like years ago yeah. or something type yeah. of thing, Audrey. And and even the little film class at or mm-hmm. at Gehanna had yeah. done something too. And I said, 
I just want to do it now, like on this award, like what he does now. But like, I just because I just love him. I I mean, he was there when we were there. mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. golly. I mean, unofficial mascot. Yeah, everybody really is. Everybody loves Bill. He was so cool. Amazing. And that to me. He is the heart mm-hmm. of what like athletics yeah. means to a town and a community right. of people. Yeah. And it's those stories that I love. Those are like feature They're stories features. that yeah, yeah that do you I get, get to, to do. Do that often though? When when we're out of football season, mm. we get to do it a lot more. Because we had started to do a series called that we titled High School Heroes because yeah. we started to love doing these. Okay. But then once there's only two of us in the sports department, and when it's mm. busy with football season, there is it's so nice. much that we're covering yeah. and then it goes right into blue jackets and basketball season that you don't get a lot of time to get out there and do the feature stories Mm -hmm. you know um the one that i just for christmas day that aired i did sit down with four of the uh, 2010 buckeye players that played in the rose bowl so i really did love hearing their memories and it was so fun and um we're going to do some specials here for the rose bowl where just hearing their memories and kind of their laughter of like looking back right that to me interviewing those people like that it's it's it that makes my real. day. It yeah. really does. And then it makes my job easy and mm-hmm. what I love to, because then it's easier to write to right. when yeah. they get so passionate about what they do. Yeah. But to well, me, it keeps in the Columbus, positivity in it yes. as well. Yeah. I mean, that's very much your personality. Yeah. You've always been that way. So. Yeah. Oh, well, yay. So, so tell me, like, what, what makes you joyous besides your job, obviously, mm-hmm. and your family? course but what other things about columbus are have you kind of relearned or rediscovered because it has changed so much it being had. back in the last three and a half four years like what what stands out to you is like love this change of the biggest difference in the city i would say um like since leaving mm-hmm. is that there is so much more of like the Columbus Young Professionals Club. There's like mm-hmm. a vibrant community, the Certified Tourism Ambassador yeah. Program. Yeah. The people that are moving in want to establish this at home and want to make it a better place. Yeah. Like it seems like there's a community where I go to a, a boss ladies happy hour mm-hmm. started by a girl that moved here and she she was married mm-hmm. but for for a job. And yeah. she's like, but how do you meet friends when you're in your early 30s right. to mid 30s? You're established in your job, but how do you find a community of people? Yeah. I think there are so many opportunities to do that now mm-hmm. in Columbus. Oh, you know, whether it is a arts programming yeah. and job, like even um, how um, the Columbus Museum of Art mm-hmm. launched the younger fundraiser of yep. the the um, the one that's coming up here in January. Um, Wonderball. Wonderball, yes. Which is so much fun. Yes, it is. I went to the original <laughs> one, you know, um, and it was so. It was just great that yeah. they wanted to tailor it to that that demographic of young professionals Absolutely. that's here in Columbus yeah. to instill the arts. So to me, maybe I think that's the biggest change other than this just seeming kind of like a college town of Ohio State. Yeah, right. It really is a thriving community of young professionals. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. So, I mean, you obviously have a love for the visual art then mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. Probably just inherent. Yeah. But do you still sing? Do you, do you still sing when you get a chance? I do still enjoy singing at church and things yeah. like that too. But I have uh, I have wondered like because I miss choir so much. You know, yeah. Gail Walker at, at yeah. Otter when uh, they had me come back and speak at freshman convocation um, after we first won the Emmy with Broad and High. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. and the alumni club reaches out and everybody reaches out and right. you know it's right. so, it's so nice. But I ran into Gail and she gave me a hug and. 
I I just I love her and yeah. I know it was such a hard transition for her because Dr. Johnson, you know, with everything and but I always loved her. I loved her from the yeah. start. I loved concert choir there and I love being a part of it. And she was like, mm-hmm. Do you want to get involved in the alumni choir and this and that? And of course I do yeah. want to, but it is but difficult when I work nights yeah, of true. the six and the eleven o'clock news. Because that's the same thing for the Otterbein Alumni Club. They yeah. always hold different things when and they ask things. me to come speak that yeah. is like, it's right at six o'clock. I'm like, I'm in the six no. o'clock news. <laughs> like so yeah. I would do all of those things, you know, all the time because right. I love just being active, yeah. you know, in yeah. the community and at Otterbein too. Right, so right. I would absolutely sing in a choir again because I do miss that. Yeah. I mean, the Lord bless you and keep you, uh, Krista. Aww. Like I still to I this day so. miss our choir concerts yeah. at Christmas time. Now I didn't actually do choir. You didn't? I did I not. You were in um, it. I did like the freshman program. That's then, it? Really? Yeah. It uh, I actually didn't do much. I think I was trying to just be really different from my family. All doing music and just stick with theater. So it's just too. I don't. My experience was very different in college, okay. and I don't. I I forgot that. For yeah, because yeah. I was a BA. Okay, that's um, right. And really, because of that, I think that I just sort of made my own path because mm-hmm. I graduated early. Yes, that's right. Um, and while at the time it was really hard, mm-hmm. because at Otterbein being a BA, you just you don't get cast. Yeah. Um, you get cast in senior production. So mm-hmm. I did tons of the workshops which I learned a lot from mm-hmm. but no yeah. I really I, I graduated with a true honest belief that I wasn't good enough to do anything oh, so and, and, and yeah. I'm not blaming mm-hmm. you know I think yeah. that's just your own mentality when you're 21 years old yeah. it's like well it's a competitive program mm-hmm. and not being a performance major which is not what I wanted mm-hmm. but for some reason that balance of like well I don't necessarily want to be a performer all the time but mm-hmm. why can't I perform now yeah <laughs> so, absolutely but I also believe that it because there were so many opportunities and because I became friends with people outside of the department mm-hmm. sort of opened more doors and now I'm doing what I wanted to do mm-hmm. anyway which is acting in theater education so mm-hmm. You know, roundabout, like you said, yeah. everything has kind of happened for a reason. Takes a freaking long time. time. <laughs> yep, there are some times. Yeah. But what about, so for me, standing out as, as my friend at Otterbein, what I always loved about you and your class was how tight you guys were. You mm-hmm. had such a close group of friends, and I, I was lucky enough to hang out with you guys on occasion. Mm-hmm. But it was always so cool to watch you have still mm-hmm. you guys are still we're not a ju- I got her invite for her 10 year anniversary uh, party in Hawaii but uh, that oh I'm like gosh. oh I would love to get because I was at her wedding yeah. you know and yeah. uh, she's in North Carolina she's now out in Las Vegas, in Las Vegas. but okay. North Carolina was her hometown yes yeah because yeah. um, we went out there was that freshman year Julia, oh, that's right. Renata, you guys saw Jump Little Children. Jump Little yeah. Children. Um, that was a phenomenal mm-hmm. trip. And that was when I kind of gelled with everybody because that was... <laughs> then you have... Yeah. yeah, yeah. That we time were, spent mm-hmm. away. When we did Charlotte's Web together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the that's two right. main stage shows that's right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. I did I did the children's... I did the Raggedy mm-hmm. Ann and Andy, you know. Right. You were Ann, weren't you? No. Were I you was the, um, the, the witch... 
the scary witch slash turns into a princess. Yes. Okay, so I would have been gone by that. So then I turned into a princess. The witch turns into a pretty, pretty princess (laughs) at the end. And then all the kids loved me because they first hated me as the witch. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's Because you do get to sign a lot of autographs afterwards. Oh, the kids love it. And that that is fun. But that was my only, like, children's theater experience there. But, yeah, I do. I do remember laughing about that, that Tom Tom Weaver and I were in Raggedy Ann and Andy. Yep. But no, it is. And that is what I take away from Otterbein. And that's what even when I talked to the freshmen, I said, because I had met Matt Cher, mm-hmm. my best friend, yeah. um, at Freshman Convocation. Mm. And we were both kind of a little bit like, and then when we had to go to the theater thing and we're like, okay, we're kind of a little bit more quiet than mm-hmm. normal theater. <laughs> then people like me. No, no, <laughs> no. no, no. Yeah. But we were like, obnoxious Christian people. no, yeah. we no. love everybody. But... It was, was a little a bit intimidating. Like you, intimidating. you meet all the seniors and the juniors, and everybody knows one another, and they're inside jokes, and you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so I was just a little bit more on the quiet side, mm-hmm. but then Matt was the kind of quiet inner, but then the snarky comments oh, that yeah. was just cracked so me up. like from our senses of humor. From uh-huh. that, we're just like spot on. Yep. Like, and yeah. I told the kids, I said, you meet some of the best friends. I mean, because then all of my friends. Because that was very important to me if I was staying home, mm-hmm. to not have that mindset to just know all the people that I went to high school with and hang out with them at, exactly. at, at Otterbein. Were there many from your high school? That- uh, there was a handful. Okay. handful that came, you okay. know. But it it was still like, I want to meet people. And then yeah. we ended up doing Sunday night dinners at my family's house that, like, Aww. they would come because they were yeah. from out of town and they yeah. didn't have the opportunity to do that. Right. So, like, Julia, Renata, mm-hmm. Aaron, Matt yeah. would come to my parents' house. And that is when I really think we bonded right. so much is yeah. becoming close, you know. So but that's what a small college will do, too. Because I, I tell people now, because I ended up taking classes at NYU then, the mm. adult classes for journalism, when okay. I realized I wanted to do this as a yeah. career. Yeah. I took night classes in the adult classes for written journalism, the broadcast journalism, all that. And... So people say, well, do you wish you would have been a journalism major from the start? I said, I was figuring it out. Right. What got me able to be open and interview people was my experience in the arts and theater. Like, Oh, absolutely. I mean, and I attribute that all the time. Yeah. Well, because we learn how to listen. Right. And we learn how to observe. And that's, I mean, I I tell all my students that. Like, Mm -hmm. this will prepare you for Mm -hmm. pretty much any job. To interview well, even Absolutely. like to be comfortable with yourself, with speaking, mm-hmm. with I mean, just looking someone in the eye yeah. and actually, yeah. what what's Chris Kirk say in the space between mm-hmm. to learn right. how to be in that space yeah. with someone else? And it's becoming a lost art. It really is. Which maybe selfishly is also why I like to do this. Yes. Is that we're, we are not on our phones right now. Yes. Just so you no, know, we are people not. out no. there, we are not <laughs> texting. We are not. Right now. And I have not looked at my phone. It has stayed down <laughs> like there. And yeah. that's, that to me is is what I, you know, when you meet up mm-hmm. for, for coffee, when you yep. hang out, meet a, a friend for a drink, and you realize, I haven't looked at my phone at all. Mm-hmm. Like that to me says, this is a completely lost art. It is. That we have forgotten how to just sit and envelop. Converse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And be present with right. people. Because and, and it is, it's difficult in this day and age because of all of those things that mm-hmm. you can get buzzed in a second with a text right. message. Yeah. Or, you know, even with what I do with work, it's like mm-hmm. you emails that come in all oh, the time yeah. or like because you don't want to seem rude if you're not responding to somebody that needs something right away yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's, it comes out of a work ethic, thing, I think, too, with people yeah, it does. because everyone's working so hard. Right. But back when we couldn't we know did. everything that was happening instantaneously. Yeah. 
Because sometimes I think about, I mean, it's the dumb thought of like, mm-hmm. when I was in college, what if somebody wanted to get together? Right. What did we do? Yeah. Oh, we walked there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we knocked on the door or yeah. we picked up the telephone, yes. which might go to an answering machine system. <laughs> and then it was exciting. I remember it. I think it was in Roush across the street from Cowan. There was a phone there where you could call and you could check your messages from, from your dorm room. And I would always get oh, excited. Do you remember hilarious. that? Yeah, yes, that we had to yeah. call a different phone to check mm-hmm. to see if there were any messages. messages. That's hilarious. <laughs> like, it's I know. terrible. But that's, it is. I, I forgot about that. Yeah. Or you wrote a message in the dry erase pen on the door. You know. That is hilarious. Yes. Yeah. Krista's yeah. not here. Krista's. She's a class. Well, did you do RA? I know I did. But did you do I that did. a year ahead of me? I, I think. I did. I think and that so. was, I, I'm not sure who thought that was a good choice. Because, <laughs> I mean, Krista's not the most responsible person. And I'm pretty sure all of my residents really enjoyed me. Um, <laughs> didn't really lay down the law very much. Where were you? Were you in? I was at Clement's. Clements Hall with the first freshmen, time right? with freshmen, okay. but then my I did it two years okay. because I did like having my own room. Yeah, that was nice. It was nice, and then it helped take away some of the cost of mm-hmm. living on campus. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you do go through that. That I'm like, I could live at home, and this would be so cheap and all that stuff, and save money. But it's so not the same it. experience. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I did. I loved that experience too did because okay. I loved meeting other girls mm-hmm. that were not just just the theater crowd yes. as well. Like, yes. that was also important to me because I've always been involved in so many things mm-hmm. that I didn't, I hated that sometimes the theater table that was there was, or seemed like a click Yeah, because I went to a huge high school. Yeah. I'm like, why did it feel like you're going to college and feels like there's some clicks Same that's thing. going around? Yeah. And I'm like, nope, nope, nope. We're not having any of that. We're not yeah. doing that. Like, I want to meet many people. Mm-hmm. You know, you never know who you're going to meet that is, you know. Right. And I feel like I got to do that, you know, by getting involved in RA. And some of my best friends came through that, too. The ropes course, the getting to campus, too, and all the campus people. I just really liked being involved, you know. Well, and I think that that, for me, hearing you say that, that goes back to a lot of why I admired your friendship Mm -hmm. with the theater people so much. Because I didn't really have that. Mm -hmm. They were great and Mm -hmm. lovely Mm -hmm. in my class, but they were not by any means my best friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I did the sorority thing, which responsible or not, yeah. has given me my set of best friends yes. now. Yeah. You know, would I do that ever again? No. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but going back at it, and that's why I say I'm always so envious of, mm-hmm. of that relationship that you did find within theater people mm-hmm. who, to me, were normal people. Yes. yes. And they were always down to earth. And I mm-hmm. was always thankful to be accepted by your group when oh, I yeah. didn't really ever feel... See, and, and now, now I feel bad that you should have just been part of our group well, if you felt was. that way. You know what I'm saying? That Yeah, it's I, like you should have I mean, just, yeah. There's a lot of college that was just a blur. It's fine. There's a lot of overconsumption of alcohol that went on. <laughs> <laughs> Which that's a funny story for me. I didn't even drink didn't. until sophomore year. I think and I then I went up. to a Pi Sig Halloween party. Of course, that's was where my it all first, starts. I know. Yes. Yeah. Funny story with that, too, because I was D- Deneen, my older sister, yeah. had done a semester abroad over in Europe. Okay. So she brought back, like, true Lederhosen, like, from over there in Austria. I think I remember yeah. you. Uh, yeah. I think I remember that costume. Because I had never drank before in my life, and I had gotten out of um, 
rehearsal for whatever play. Totally forget now. Okay. But we had gone to the party and they were running out of beer. So Matt and I had never drank a beer. Yeah. Never. You know, didn't right. have anything. Yeah. I was like, but I'm here with all these crazy people. And so I'm, I'm trying to do the fun thing. Yes. I'm going gonna, I'm I'm gonna to drink. Fun. I'm, I'm going to do college and be fun and not be the nerd that I am. Like, I know, but I was. But then never <laughs> drinking it. Um, yeah. Ended up passing out there. And Matt took a photo on his digital camera that then shows up in a Christmas card to my parents oh my that is written, and to all a good night. <laughs> oh. <laughs> my parents open up this Christmas card with seeing Audrey, their goody tissue nerd daughter, in lederhosen, passed, passed out, <laughs> sleeping on a ballroom floor. Did you pass out at the... Oh my gosh! Was that the one at the like? Because we were waiting field? for the bus. Yes. We were waiting for the bus. It was at like some grand ballroom of some. Was it the Valley View where it was like down? I th- I think uh, was that that year. I don't know. Because um, I mean, we weren't really supposed to know where they did it. I right. Think, it was always supposed to be a hidden thing. I know. Yeah. I. I just remember we were waiting for the buses. It was taking so long because they were school buses that they bused us to get there because that was responsible. If that people were listening, thank you, we did not. They did. We they did not drink care. and drive. No, we yes, didn't. Um, but we were waiting for the buses, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "I'm just tired. I'm tired." And so I just said it was me just needing a nap. <laughs> That was exciting. But, yeah. Because yeah. often when we drink a lot, we just, sometimes <laughs> just need a nap. <laughs> and we wake up and it's five. Yes, exactly. Oh my gosh. That's just, I, I know. had no idea. But yeah, that, yeah. So that was, yeah. and that is again our senses of humor. I know. That was just like crack up laughing. I loved yeah. him from that point. You know, it's oh, just absolutely. like so many of those things. He that, was, he was, he is, he still is. Man. Yeah. He's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. We, he, he blessed us with the 10th anniversary when we went to Chicago. Oh, we saw yes, I did see that. Oh my yeah. gosh. Wasn't it, was it amazing? It was incredible. Mm-hmm. They'd only been open for a couple months mm-hmm. at that point. So the original Chicago cast. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, after the show's over, Matt's like, you guys want to come backstage? I'm like, <laughs> okay. okay. So they go back there and there's Karen Olivia. And I'm like, honey, it's a Tony Award winner. Yeah. It's Tony Award winner. Everything's fine. Everything's great. Yeah. So I, that's how, awesome. How yeah. cool and calm he is. But again, my favorite part of it is that, you know, he said, let's go out for drinks afterward and just to catch up with him. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't changed an iota. No. In spite of no. running the company of most successful yeah. like musical like, like no big yeah. deal hanging out with Lin-Manuel who hired you oh okay uh, yeah <laughs> but now it's just it, I think that that's what I love is is reconnecting especially and I feel like we Ottermine people mm-hmm. have a sense of that family mm-hmm. oh always uh, yeah. because it was such it was such a um difficult program to go through in an emotional time yeah. when you are all trying to grow as artists, but you're growing as people. So it is such a vulnerable time. Mm -hmm. When I really think back, like, I wouldn't want to go back to that time Mm -hmm. only because of that. Like, just how emotional. It it's such a process and then trying to figure out life in general and what you're going to do in your career and what, you know. And I think every artist and every genre or musician, you know, Mm -hmm. you struggle with Okay, but that's why we go to the liberal arts, because then you also take the regular classes so that you can get any job because you've got your college degree. We didn't go to a conservatory. So am I going to do the artist route and am I going to do this or am I going to get that sales job that I know I can get? Mm -hmm. And 
start with a 401k and start yeah. making money that I know is a guarantee. And this is, I don't know. Right. And this is a risk. And yeah. it's kind of scary. And well, I think when we all went through that together, it is that's what is a bond mm-hmm. that I don't think people that weren't in the arts or in a small program yeah, like that kind of have that connection. Right. I think, and that's going back to Otterbein and, and reconnecting with the theater program, especially now mm-hmm. being a little more involved in the arts community. Yeah. I think what I love is seeing how you see these alumni pages mm-hmm. and it's like, it doesn't matter who you are, mm-hmm. who you were. You went to Otterbein, so we're good. Yes, we're exactly. good. I mean, we are family. And, yep. and reaching out a couple of years back, I reached out to several Lindsay Chambers and, mm-hmm. and Mike Kassara, a couple of different people to speak to my students. Yeah. And everybody was so open and welcome to, yeah, absolutely. I would love to spread that. You know? Oh, that's awesome. And to see mm-hmm. how many, we have some famous friggin' people that we came really out of our do. school. Yeah. Jeremy Bob's killing it out Jeremy there Bob's too. Yeah, it. Mm-hmm. that kid was always. Yeah, yep. <laughs> he was he was killing it back here in. Yep. But even Tom in the local in Harrisburg yeah. there with his theater company there, mm-hmm. like so you can do local, you can do national, you can do theater or yeah. television. You know, movies. It's Absolutely. yeah, it's yeah, it's really neat to see. I know, and it's just it's fun to see everybody's journey too, and that's why I was so excited to have you mm-hmm. on. Is like it's I know that we've kind of kept up, mm-hmm. but your your path has Oof. wound and and gone on and very different and now you're here killing it on the news (laughs) (laughs) i know and that's what is so funny that but i i also love when people meet me outside of the news Mm -hmm. and they even say you don't seem like if i wouldn't if i would just meet you Mm -hmm. and you would tell me what you do you don't seem like what i think is a stereotypical like news anchor yeah. or a sports anchor because it, real. right like yeah. it's like because there was an old school style and there was right. a style there because is. in broadcast you are then taught mm. how your vocal inflection is supposed to yeah. do this to do this and to read okay. this and then to add to this you know almost very much of how we right. open up as actors you know yeah. they were taught a certain way to read back in the day okay. you know yeah. way to you know that that sometimes it just got that kind of Bad rap of a stereotype, it. yeah. Um, but Maybe I think you there's could a lot change of... that for the next generation. You could bring back what is that the the transatlantic accent? Right. Yes. But you talk everything like, like this. That. Yes. <laughs> oh, I know. Today yeah, on the spot, we're going to talk about the baseball. <laughs> I think that should come back. That would be awesome. It would be terrible, actually. I know. It's really annoying. <laughs> it's true. I know. Oh, Can you goodness. believe that? It's like it's unreal how broadcast has changed. I guess I never really thought about it. Mm-hmm. But it is. I mean, it's a constant. Yeah. It's probably constantly changing, mm-hmm. just with more technology. And, oh, absolutely. Uh, like well, in the, the, the age places. of social media, yeah. and that's what they all say. You know, with broadcast, everyone now is getting their stuff on Twitter and on Facebook, right. and so you know they're watching watch the, the news, right? But it is still a driving it force is. towards that. Yeah. That people like knowing. That they can get their local weather, right. and that's why we try to have the local right. stories because mm-hmm. you might not see it as much. But then, on top of what you're doing for your story for that, yeah. you are posting to the web, and you're all you know yeah. trying to stay up to date. But so. I think you're right, and I, I mean, probably like anything else, that it is nice to get the stats mm-hmm. right then and there. Mm-hmm. But you know, with the weather, I mm-hmm. find myself I want the meteorologist to yes. tell me what to expect. I don't want to just read it. Mm-hmm. If snow's coming, I need to know down to the detail how mm-hmm. bad this crap is going to be. Yeah. Because I'm an Ohio driver. It's true. I'm going to admit it right now. Or in talking about even like national and like yeah. breaking like tragedies or news, I want Lester Holt 
telling me the updates and making sure we're okay when you get that like breaking news alert. Like, I just don't want to see everything like just alert on Twitter, you know, Mm -hmm. and everything that's like push alert and whatever that is like, okay, well, then I need to get to a TV Mm -hmm. and see what is happening. So it's that kind of stuff. There is always a need Mm -hmm. for the news in the industry. And absolutely. Well, and the the faces become familiar. Yes. You know, you mentioned Colleen. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes. Cabot's a dear friend Mm -hmm. of mine, but it's not, you know, it's like. You see these faces, you see them out, it's like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. you're a real person, but yep. you, I trust you because yes. you are the one giving me the information. Mm-hmm. So I agree with you. I, I, yeah. I hope that it never makes a decline. Mm-mm. I don't think it will, no, though. No, And what makes me think about it is uh, Colleen was filling in on a Sunday, and she had sat down with Chris Bradley mm-hmm. for an interview. And yeah. Krista, me and Colleen sat there. I, I listened to her interview. Because she's like, Audrey, this we both cried. And I'm like, how are you going to write this? I, I sat there with her to even go through her process yeah. of how you even. And then she did three separate pieces that were just so heartfelt. And it's such an emotional thing. Yeah. But how she sat there and interviewed him during that difficult time. And then how she emotionally like handled that. It just, I, yeah. I, you can't get that from a phone to then yeah. watch that and her story yeah. that was so powerful and mm-hmm. emotional mm-hmm. and for then a good cause for the bone marrow do- um, yeah. Yeah. research and donations mm-hmm. that we were trying to get across the way. It was so important. So and he passed very quick. I mean, yeah, that was like right the day after. or two before, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. So a very emotional time for all the, the local stations. And yeah. It was so great that yeah. all the local stations could come together well, as well. How much of an impact good, did he make exactly. on, on local broadcasting? He really did. For so years, cool. yeah. So he was such a light. Did you get to meet him when mm-hmm. he was alive? Okay, mm-hmm. I did. Cool. Mm. Wow. So it is. It's uh, there is there is always a need mm-hmm. for journalism for stories, and you tell a good story, it will mm-hmm. get on. That's people yeah. will want to watch. Period. Yeah. So that's what I try to do. You try do. to find the you good. Try to job. find the good stories. Yeah. Try to you know. Right. But when we get into our slower time, we'll get back to doing a little bit more like feature good. stuff too. But yeah, yeah, it's. I look forward to that. Yep. You're amazing. I love you. You're so. I love you too. Well, thank you for coming on and chatting with us. And this we'll, was a lot of fun. And we'll just. Have I'm to very do it excited again. for you for your podcast. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to come on every once in a while. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Foxland Media. Think big.